UW Medicine brings expert maternity care to your home with our Tele-OB program. During secure video-based appointments, your maternity care expert will provide prenatal care for you and your baby. We'll also give you equipment and teach you how to take your own blood pressure and find your baby's heartbeat using a Doppler. Learn more at uwmedicine.org slash Tele-OB. That's uwmedicine.org slash Tele-OB. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. out the box stop look and watch ready yet get set it's friday night and i just hey i'm iggy azalea and you're listening to carla marie and anthony it's my day friday bitches yes it is my day friday bitches <laughs> how are you carla marie i'm good so a little iggy azalea to kick off your friday what's she doing now you know what's weird so this whole night thing this is our first like real week of doing nights um it's not even a full it's week. Not, it wasn't even a full week because we didn't have monday um it's throwing my whole day off i was laying and i'm more on this later getting acupuncture today and you're not supposed to move when you have the needles in you okay and i just thought sounds like sound advice oh my god the podcast yeah and i couldn't like move and i was like uh uh, and I like forgot. And I think because, and well, by I also the way, don't know what day it is. This, you're like, wow, Carla Marie and Anthony sound a little weird, and there's like noise in the background. It's because we are doing this from the. Can home, I turn the your dryer studio. off? No, you can't turn the dryer off because I need my clothes to be dry. So my dryer is going off. It'll beep in a little bit, most likely, and then That's you can get ridiculous. up and turn it off. What? what? That's what happens when you record a podcast at home. And there's a little echo, a little bit. You know what I do like though is that when we would do our podcast at work. Mm-hmm. We would always, from day one, in, in, I guess, any studio, we didn't have windows. Yeah, that's Even true. Even when we were in New York, we didn't technically have windows. And now we do. Uh, yeah, I have pretty big windows. It's nice. It's a view of, I mean, a shopping Damn, parking lot. Big but... windows. What kind of money are you making? <laughs> Same money you're making. <laughs> um, here's So getting adjusted to this schedule doing nights has been a little weird. I know. And I'll be honest. I don't like it. No, at first I was like, yeah, I get to sleep in. But it's so, you don't realize as humans how much or how much of a routine you run on. I guess yeah. we see it in our pets. Yeah. We see they know every day at what time, blah, 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 what happens. You don't realize how much, I guess, your body actually just I've goes. I've still been waking routine. up usually. Now it's like 6.30. Originally I, I was waking up at 4.30 and then it was 5, now 6.30. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll actually learn how to sleep. But Yeah, I just, I don't like sleeping in because i feel like a bum well here here's that's not even my issue with the new schedule the new schedule for me is a little frustrating and listen we're gonna get used to it of course this is just us complaining in the first like two weeks of a new job um which we are very grateful for please don't take it away um for me it's just the anxiety of everything you do you still know you have to go to work imagine you flipped your day upside down right and now instead of going to work in the morning and you watched your tv shows yeah. during the day like all the things that you normally relax but doing you, but you, you don't. always have this cloud of i yes. still have to go to work hanging I, over you i was talking to my physical therapist about this yesterday and she said she used to do the same thing when she had a night um night patient and yeah. i was like i it's it's funny to sit here and say oh i'm, I'm worried all day i have to go to work but like i actually have real anxiety yeah and uh and i don't like it well i used to say that i i and I still don't really sleep well, but I wouldn't sleep at night for the morning show because the second I put my head down to sleep, I'm all I'm already thinking of 
okay, tomorrow is this day. This is the interviews we have to do. This is the meetings I have to go to, blah, blah, blah. And that would keep me from going to sleep. So now what? Now I just have all of those worries all day long. Yeah. And I can't fall asleep and try to forget about them. I'm sorry. It's a little weird. I mean, yeah. and listen, we're gonna, like I said, we're going to get used to it. We'll be fine. I just but it's just it's just a weird adjustment. I haven't figured out when to work out. Like I keep working out in the morning, but then I'm kind of energized for like four hours, and then I'm exhausted. And by the time we leave work, I'm miserable because I'm so tired. So what I'm doing today is I'm working out right before we go to work, which is what I used to do. Oh, true. See, I can't keeping I a little bit of the routine. Now it's been what three three weeks since we learned like we weren't gonna be on a morning show yeah. and things were kind of up in the air for a little bit. I haven't had a a quality workout since then. Same. Because, I mean, in the beginning, there was a little um, confusion as to what was going on. There was a lot of, uh, there were a lot of meetings and stuff. So my schedule was off. And then obviously your head is in a different, a million different places. But now I just, I can't get myself to unplug because I'm constantly thinking about like, okay, like today we have to um, interview the guy <gasps> from Foster the People. I forgot about That's that. That's at four o'clock, right? Four o'clock or three yeah. o'clock? Four. I think it's four o'clock. Um, so I'm like, all right thinking of questions, learning a little bit about Foster the People, which isn't a band that I'm necessarily 100% familiar with. I no. know their music that we play on the radio. Right. Um, but it's just weird. And I, I think having the vacation that we're about to go on tomorrow, I think having that and kind of decompressing finally mm -hmm. will will help a little bit so that when I come back, maybe my mind's a little more clear. Kind of like it helped last year. It really did help last it year. It really did. We went to Yellowstone National Park last year, and tomorrow – we had out um, to go to Crater Lake National Park in Oregon, mm -hmm. then down to Lassen Volcanic National Park, and then the Mecca. The Mecca? Yosemite. No, I think Yellowstone is still, I mean, I haven't been to both yet, but I think Yellowstone is like the park to go to, which we've done already. Only reason it is is because of where it's located. What do you mean? It's more central for oh, Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone is a little easier for everyone to get to because it is. But and, and actually, it has no, I more... take that back because you can. It's easier to fly to San Francisco than it is to fly to any of the true airports in Wyoming. But or people Montana. aren't flying with their camper vans. That's true. <laughs> they can rent something. I don't know. But I'm excited though. So follow, make sure you follow along because we'll be posting pictures and stories and stuff the whole way through. There's going to be a captain's log that I'm sure Carla Marie is very excited no. about. Um, but I have a question, Carla Marie. So obviously um, we're we're going to be traveling, but we're traveling. <laughs> via car your car yes. your jeep obviously we've done a lot of traveling in the past two years since we moved to seattle and we fly a lot at what point in your travels does the airline owe you something like you you had an issue when you went back to new jersey i still for wedding, haven't right? filled out the customer okay explain form. what happened with you going to new jersey we were delayed, and the pilot said, I'm going to go sit on the runway. Hopefully, we'll be able to take off. And then he sat there but and wait, said... wait, hold on. Why were you delayed? He said we were delayed because there was congestion in Nork. Okay. Then he said, well, we have to turn off the engine while we sit on the runway so we don't waste gas. Okay. Then we take off, and we're about to land in Nork, and there's a storm. And he says, we're going to circle, but we've only got about 45 minutes worth of fuel left. Well, dummy, if you didn't try to sit on the runway... And weasel your way into taking off, we would have still had that gas. Okay. Which then caused us to have to, quote unquote, fly to Albany, which was actually not Albany. It was Pennsylvania. And told us we'd get off the airplane there and be bused to 
New Jersey, but when we landed, we weren't bused anywhere. We weren't allowed to leave the plane. So my sister was 20 minutes away from picking me up in the airport in uh, Pennsylvania and Allentown, and we weren't allowed to get off the plane, and we sat there for two to three hours. Okay. And then, you, but then they flew you to Newark. to Newark, and then you got home safely. Now, yeah. what was the issue in Newark? Why was there so much congestion? Why, was there, why were there issues in Newark? They don't know. Wasn't there, it weather? Yeah, but that wasn't until later, I guess. Okay. Now, what do you think the airline should do to make up for that? And I'm going to get to my point here in a second. A voucher of some sort. I know it's weather related. Okay. But don't, and I want you to communicate with us, but if you don't know the actual truth as to what is happening, like we're going to land and we're going to go here and you're all going to be bust. Don't say that because we all have Wi-Fi and we're yeah. telling our families. Okay. So don't lie. So what, what would you, if, if what airline was it? United. United. If United comes back and says we're giving you a two hundred dollar voucher, okay, are you good? Yeah. Are you done complaining? Like it's two fifty, but I'll 250. take two. Okay, that's fine. As long as you you know that there's a limit for you. Now that was one. Then the coming back, there were issues too. What was the issue coming back? We were delayed because our plane had to go through customs. I didn't know airplanes went through customs. Where were you flying to and from? Here, Seattle. But our airplane that was the vessel we were about to board had to go through customs. They told us from New Jersey. Are you listening to me? No. The airplane we were going to go on came in oh, from somewhere oh, else. Air, okay, gotcha. Now I got you. Okay. So the airplane had to go through airplane Which customs. Makes sense. I don't think that exists. No, it does. If you're if you're traveling between countries, there's always customs, no matter who you are. Boats, planes, trains, all of it. Well, then they told us it was at a different terminal. So told everyone to go to the other terminal. And as my entire flight of people is walking there, we all get a buzz that says it was the other gate back to the gate. We went the original so, gate and we all turned around and went back okay. to the original gate. Okay. So what do you think the airline owes you in that case? A hundred dollars, a hundred dollars for what? Walking the wrong way. But and lying how, to how long were you delayed for total? An hour. Okay. Maybe. Here's my question. At what point do we stop blaming airlines for things? Because there have been three news stories recently. Two Here's that I can think of off the top of my head that are, that are a little ridiculous. One, or no, three actually. You had the one airline um, where the guy was really wasted for, on a flight from Vegas and started peeing on the plane. What? Yeah, he literally like, just whipped it out and started peeing on the seat in That's front of That's not the airline's fault. Okay, but the airline still apologized to the woman who was sitting next to him, which is, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. You have to go through that. Me too. And they gave her a voucher. And I thought to myself... The airline didn't do any, the airline didn't give this guy anything. The airline didn't tell this guy to whip it out and pee. Yeah, if I have crappy neighbors in my apartment, yeah. my apartment building isn't giving me a rent credit. Then there was an issue with, and you, I think you told me the story yesterday, an airline that actually had to make an emergency landing. An, oh, because somebody had BO. Yeah, because someone smelled so bad that people next to that person were throwing Everyone's up. Everyone's throwing up. And obviously everyone's like, oh, the airline owes me, blah, blah. Well, it's not no, the airline. The, no. It's not the airline's fault that that person smells like butt. I agree. However... We spend so much money yes. on these fr flights, and they are monopoly conspiracy theories. And what? They, they are. They are a conspiracy theory? Airplanes? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, let me get to the third one. So the third example of just weird things happening on flights was an article I read yesterday. And this, guy, this woman, she was on a flight, uh, I think, from Vegas to, Phil to Philadelphia. Okay. I think that's what it was. It was, it was a pretty long flight, like a five-hour flight. And it was Southwest, and she claims that the guy next to her started pleasuring himself. 
on the plane on the flight. He was the window seat, she was the middle seat, and she said there was someone sleeping in the aisle seat. Which is why she didn't get up. You still now, get up. Well, so she ended up getting Wi Fi. Ding, ding. She gets why while this is happening, and she says that he's watching porn on his, his No tablet. way. Yeah. What is wrong with well, people? That's besides the point. So I she think starts you need tweeting to go- on. She starts tweeting at Southwest Airlines from while this is happening, she's tweeting at Southwest Airlines kind of chronicling what's happening. And Southwest responds to her and says, please tell a flight attendant. She responds then with, I don't feel safe getting up. I don't, and it was weird. She didn't feel safe. She, I don't know if she wanted to not create attention to herself, yeah, whatever it, it was. Awkward and I get that. Sure. It's a weird, listen, I can't imagine being in that situation, especially as a woman. But then when she, so they told her, okay, if you don't feel safe, make sure you talk to the crew as you're departing the plane so they know what happened and what's going on. And they clearly they're responding in real time to you. So they're doing their part and you agree at this point, I don't want to get up and say something right now. Then she gets off and now she's on like whatever local news station saying that the airline didn't do enough and that the airline owes her blah, blah, blah. I thought to myself at that point, I want that person to be punished. Exactly. It's not the airline's fault. It's that, that human. But I think going forward, we all need to go through a mental examination before boarding an airplane. Well, yeah, absolutely. The people who put their their toes, have you ever seen that? They they curl their toes and put them in like the uh, the little pouch in front of you. What? Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, yeah. I've seen it where they'll take off their shoes. They have bare feet and they have their feet on the, the front <laughs> of the, or the back of the seat in front of them and they're curled into the pouch. It's That's a, Certain people can't curl their toes. I can. What, like to grab something, like to pick up a pencil? Yeah. I can do that too. As Genetic. much as I hate feet, I know I can do that. But like, there are situations like that all the time where, oh, this person was was awful and it made my flight bad. That's not the airline's fault. No. And if you're not going to call attention to it to try to stop it, then the airline also what can't What would you do, do if a person next to you was doing that? Punch him directly in the face. Him but or then her. you're going to get in trouble. Don't care. Don't care. Bring... Make an emergency landing Bring that thing down And arrest me I'm punching that person In the face Direct, uh, Like square As hard as I can In the face No I For, think I'd call him out I'd be like Dude What are you doing And then everyone Would be like What's going on And I'd be like Put your wiener away Yeah Sorry I mean, <laughs> We're in your apartment People are walking by Hearing me yell Put your wiener away I guess that's an option As well as Obviously calling it out But that person If you are the type of person Who jerks it on a plane You deserve to get punched In the face you deserve to be multiple times publicly embarrassed as well. That's true. And after you get punched in the face, you will also then be embarrassed because now you have a black eye and your, your wiener's out. Whatever. I still want my voucher. I didn't do that <laughs> on the airplane. No, I just thought it was funny that all these people are like, oh man, Southwest Airlines, they're awful. Someone's jerking it on their plane. It's not South- Southwest didn't say, hey, this is the, <laughs> the, the pilot. This isn't the jerk off plane. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're cruising at uh, um, 36,000 feet. You could put your uh, tray tables back <laughs> and your recliner seats and feel free to. <laughs> To beat your meat. It was stop. I'm grossed out now. Now that we're going to bring the that's refreshment illegal. cart down. He, could, he should be in prison. Well, that's, that's also, I mean, I guess in, technically that would be, sec, is that, it's not sexual assault. What would it be? Sexual harassment, harassment by whipping it out? And once you commit a crime on an airplane, I feel like it's times 10. <laughs> is that true? It's like a federal offense. I don't know. So, my buddy. I just thought it was, it was really weird because in the past week, those three things have all happened. And somehow people oh, are blaming always... airlines like, oh, I would never fly Southwest. Oh, because every time you fly Southwest, someone jerks it next to you. Well, I was on a Twitter rant when it was happening to me. And and your situation was different. Yes, the airline could have done things that are better. But also at the same time, people always complain about flights. 
and listen, trust, there are things that I will complain about on an airplane. I think there needs to be some sort of federal regulation um, about the distance between seats. Yeah. Between the seat and like the uh, the leg room. Well, that's United. United lately has been like absolutely horrific. And it is, get, it's getting ridiculous where, I mean, I'm not the tallest guy out there. I'm, a, I'm slightly taller than average, I think. Delta and there, and... Are, there are flights where I can't put my feet, I can't sit properly. I have to like kind of go yeah. man spread a little bit to fit my knees. Delta and Alaska have the most leg room. Well, JetBlue too. United, it's just United's bad. United, they are really cramming you in there. But at um, the end of the day, they often have the cheaper. And that's the thing. That, but they're, it's tough me. because if you regulate it, if you say, oh, you need to have this much space, then it reduces the amount of seats they can have on, which then drives the, the price up. And obviously no one wants to pay more. Right? Right. Um, what else would you want to see regulated on an airplane? I think for me, it's leg room. If you give me enough leg room, I, I'm, I'm fine. I can fall asleep. I can do all that. I want the seats to be like my car where I've got lumbar support. <laughs> okay. So just better seats? Yeah, because then I wouldn't have to even recline it. Um, oh, you know what my honest to God my problem is? And I pack a pillow and whatnot. If I sit all the way back in the seat, mm-hmm. my feet don't touch the floor. Okay, well, they can, what are they supposed to do? Give me lumbar support. How, what do you mean lumbar support? And then it pushes your lower back out, and then your feet can touch the floor. And your car hard. doesn't do that. Yes, it does. Oh, it does? Yeah. Well, I also think here's, and I think it's, is it Alaska Airlines that does this? They, one of the airlines tries to give you this bullshit cookie every time. You know how many times I've woken up with a cookie in front of me? The biscotti? Yeah, I it's, don't want that crap. Who do we do? It's like find? literally the worst cookie ever that you're trying to give people. It's Delta. Is it Delta? But they also keep have... That, keep that crap to yourself. But they also have free other snacks, too. But they, they force that one on you. I don't know. Don't force I'm anything done on me. I'm talking about airlines. Okay, next, what else do you want to talk about? Next topic of conversation. So we did get to have a little family reunion or a radio family reunion the yep. past week. We got to see Sam and Scary and Nate and David Brody. And all Froggy. On, all, on our, all on our cruise in and Froggy. LA and Froggy. Uh, then we got to see, who else? Greg T., Danielle, Elvis, Andrew... <laughs> Um, all in Seattle. It was crazy. And if you haven't listened to Elvis Duran in the morning show, listen to their show from May 30th on the On Demand channel. Two days they had in Seattle. Well, the first day they were just explaining all the new things they saw in Seattle. It was pretty funny. It's funny hearing them talk about it. Because it's our home now. Yeah. And um, it's funny hearing their like take on things. But it was pretty cool seeing, you know, I was able to post a bunch of pictures at Worst Anthony on Instagram. You can check those out with like, yeah, the whole Yeah, and seeing family. how many more likes you get when they're in your pictures. Not even that. <laughs> but then there's people like, oh my God, you, you guys need to go back to New York. It's like, no. Aww. I saw them just enough. Yeah. I saw them as much as I need to. And we didn't really have to work with them. That's true. Which no, made it, was, it like we, did awesome the, we had the fun part. We didn't have to. Do you think if you could go back right now right. to Elvis Duran in the morning show? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we know Bethany's gone now. Yeah. So there's a. If opening. they said, hey, Carla Marie, um, we want you to take Bethany's position. Do you think that now that you've kind of hosted your own show, your name mm-hmm. was on the show, mm-hmm. obviously. And working with Elvis is one of the greatest, like, uh, privileges you can have in the radio business. Do you think you could go back and be in that role on someone else's show? I already said no to them. Just kidding. No. <laughs> they, they never asked you. <laughs> no. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> um, no. No? Why not? Because, like what you just said, I've already branched off. Granted, I don't have a syndicated morning show. No. And, 85 cities but i don't have to answer to anyone I, we that's have, not true we do have bosses okay but they don't tell us what's happening each that's day true, yeah. we decide they just tell us when we mess up uh, we decide what our show is if i were to go back to 
And it's hard because my role would be different than what it was when I was there, if you're saying. Yeah. I'm saying you, ha- you, you give up what you have now. And you go back and you go on to one of the most successful No, but what I'm saying is it's hard for me because I, the only role I ever had on Elvis was really outside of the studio. So you're trying to have me compare it to an inside of the studio role. Yes. And I don't, I don't know what that's like. Why don't you talk into the microphone over the microphone? So I don't know. But you've seen it happen. Yeah. But you don't think you'd be able to do it. No, because then you got to deal with Greg T being naked (laughs) and Scary and Brody arguing. They've really upped the nakedness recently. I've noticed. Good. I feel like he's been naked every week. I like seeing it from pictures because then the, the bad parts are blurred out and it's funny. <laughs> the bad parts like his wiener? Yeah. I was actually, so when we, the reason they were here in case you're catching up on everything, um, Elvis is the godfather of Norwegian Bliss, the newest ship from Norwegian. And it, it's insane. One of, one of its routes every um, year is going to be from Seattle to Alaska. So they, so they cool. christened the ship here. So Elvis and the whole crew. Um, you know, and I know that like Elvis Duran in the morning show, quote unquote, is the Godfather's, and everyone's trying to be like, "Oh, I'm the Godfather of the ship." Let's be let's be clear about something. I'm a god sister. Elvis is the only important person in this situation. No, yes, everybody is. Everybody is equally important, except for Elvis. He is the most important. Okay, do. in that. Um, oh, oh, your laundry's done. I wonder if that's coming through. I don't know. Um, so. They were all out here for that. And it was pretty cool. Like I got to be in a room with Greg T and we hosted this one. Yeah. Um, it was the observation deck of the cruise ship, which is really like one of the nicest rooms to go How in because it's the front of the ship. But I wasn't there at all on our trip, was I? Cause it, uh, no. Cool. it looked cool. But Danielle and I got to host in like the atrium, which is like the main guest entrance room, which was really cool. The atrium is like the center of the ship, basically. And it's almost like they paired us up perfectly with like, I obviously I should be with Danielle because that's my BFF. Okay. You should be with Greg T because no one else will put up with him but no, you. <laughs> here's the, and Greg T is a little different than everyone else. Um, but you also have to understand, and I don't know if they did this on purpose, I've spent so much time with Greg T because our desks back when I worked for Elvis' show were basically – they were back-to-back. And anytime Greg T did one of those crazy bits where he was out on the road, I was with him. I was the yeah. one that drove him. I was the one that filmed him. So for, for six years basically – Greg T and I spent every single morning next to each other. That sounds awful. Here's the thing. It's a little, sometimes it was a little difficult, but it was, I love that guy. I really, really do. Yeah. We had a crazy week. So if you have a chance to go on Norwegian bliss from wherever, oh man, go on it. If you're going to fly to Seattle to take it, reach out to us. You never know. We could have an event the night before you fly out. You can come hang out. We'll tell you where to go eat, all that stuff. It was a little nerve wracking though, because people, Oh, where do I go get breakfast? I don't know. I used to do mornings. I never went to go get breakfast. I know. Where do I, where do I go on a Thursday night to go drinking? I don't know. I never had to do that Yeah. because I always either had to be up early or now I work at that time. Right. I made uh, dinner reservations for 19 people. That's nerve wracking. Yeah. And I'm, as much as I love traveling, as much as I love seeing family, friends, and everything, because, mm-hmm. I mean, the past five weeks, I have basically traveled somewhere almost every week. I've seen everyone that I need to see in my I saw my, my family, yeah. my coworkers, my friends, all that. Um, but I am excited to go on this trip starting tomorrow and just not do anything for anybody else. Yeah. 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 Well, no, you're going to do things for me probably. Like what? I like carry my stuff. Sometimes. I'm not carrying your stuff. You could, we, could we talk about how in, how broken you are currently? Well, what I was going to do in this podcast <laughs> was to thank you and everyone for 
Remember earlier this year, six months ago, literally yes. six months ago, actually oh, a little po- more than that at this point, you said that I needed to go to the doctor for my back. Yes. And I made my first appointment. Then you got to make another appointment. Then it's like, it takes forever. So that okay. was January. I did my cortisone shot, which didn't work. I started physical therapy. I now had my last physical uh, therapy session yesterday because my back pain, I'm not going to say it's, there are days where it's gone okay. and I've never had that before. So there are days where you're completely pain-free right now sitting here. I don't feel pain. I'll feel it if I like move around a little In bit. In your back specifically back. right now. Okay. Um, when we did our bike, crazy bike ride in Montana, I did like throw it out a little bit and I was in pain again. Um, but I did my exercises well, and my stretches. That's also a 32-mile right. bike ride. It's going to get you. Um, and I even did acupuncture on the cruise last week. And that actually helped. And that was my first time doing it. So I'm at a point now where, for the most part, I can control my back pain. And it's really crazy to not have to worry about that. So and, you feel better. Yeah. So thank you to everyone. Oh, and I got a new mattress, my purple mattress. Thank you to Lauren, who listened to our morning show. It was the one who told me to get it. And it's amazing. It is like I sleep better. I don't wake up in pain. It's really awesome. My cats love it too. Okay. But back pain is great and all. It's gone. I figured it out. <laughs> we were in LA on Sunday after our cruise and I wore these really crappy sandals that I've had for like three years that I know I'm not supposed to have because of my back. Okay. But I had nothing else that I could wear that wasn't wedges and that were cute. So I wore them, but we walked how many miles? Uh, I mean, probably like three. Which is three miles too many in these shoes. And but why, So why do you have those shoes if you can't walk in them? For like going to work or something. But you're still walking. Not really. So how, Were they expensive shoes? Is that why you hang on to them? No, I think I got them for free. So you don't have, like there's no. no I threw them out. You're not committed to, the, oh, you did throw them out. Because since then. I woke up Monday morning. And my ankle was in so much pain, my foot, my <laughs> leg, everything, to the point where I am now five days into this pain, limping still. My physical therapist said that I probably just put too much pressure on the outside of my foot, but she massaged it. I went to acupuncture two more times this week for it. So yeah, I'm in pain. So what I'm are you going to do when we go on hikes and stuff? I should be okay by our like first official hike, which is Tuesday. No, I mean, we're going to Crater Lake and I stuff. Don't, that's the other thing. Crater Lake's basically closed, so we're just going to be able to go to lookout points. Okay. From what I'm... Which will be cool. Yeah. So, so we're going Crater Lake to Lassen uh, Volcanic oh, National Lassen. Park. Oh, Lassen. I forgot about that. So there will be hikes there oh, like on Lassen's Sunday, Monday. Oh, but Lassen's also closed. It's not closed. There are certain parts of it that are closed. Yeah, the hike is closed. No, th- there's not one hike. Is there is? No, there isn't. You're wrong. You're, you're going to see when we leave you at the, the trailhead. When I said you had to carry things, I meant me. <laughs> okay, I'm not carrying you. Unless you get like a baby Bjorn thing <laughs> and I can sling you around my chest. I'll be okay. So you think you'll be fine for this trip? Yeah, I mean, it, I'm okay. I'm a trooper. All right, what else do you want to talk about, Carla Marie? So yeah, that's about it in my life. What else? I feel like you're holding back. What do you got? No, I have to go work out. Hold on. Let me drink my pre-workout. Okay. Your, what is it? What, what, do you know what's in your pre-workout? It's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that one of the pre-workouts that gets you like jittery and crazy? Not jittery, but it makes my ears tickle. <laughs> <laughs> my lips start itching. So I'm literally at the gym scratching my lips with my teeth and I look like a psychopath. Um, here's what I also want to talk about before we go. This is, I guess, a little bit of a cliffhanger, if you will. There, is, there are two things that we recorded in the past three weeks that 
No one has ever heard. Actually, one of them, one person has heard. No. So one of them, we were asked originally when we were taking Power 93.3 off the air and switching it, mm-hmm. bringing Cube 93.3 back. We were asked, all right, you're going to be the last voices on Power 93.3 because you were the first voices on Power 93.3. Um, we also want you to kick off Cube 93.3 because at the time we were supposed to be the morning show there. <laughs> so he said, record something and then we'll, we'll play it and what, whatever. So we recorded something and then it got a little emotional. It was about two minutes long. And our boss told us, hey, you know what? I don't know if this is our new boss that we only had for like three days. Our now old boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, told us, you know what? That's not really uh, the, the vibe. vibe. And under, like completely understood. Yeah. So we, we scrapped it, but I saved it. Mm-hmm. And I was going through files yesterday and I found it, Carla Marine. You don't want to play this, right? Um, I don't care if people hear it. I don't want to hear it. Okay. So... The other thing that we have, and it's much longer, it's almost a full podcast, and I, don't even, I haven't listened to it since then. I don't know what it sounds like. When they told us that we were not going to be doing mornings on Cube 93.3 and that we were going to have another opportunity, we recorded our feelings then as well. It was before the other opportunity. It was kind of in this, this limbo situation where we were in flux. We didn't know exactly Ooh. what was going to go on. Um, I feel like those two alone should be podcasts on their own maybe no but i don't want it to be out there for the world i only want like special people how i about, think you need a password for how it. about this well we could do that you could do like a youtube password like post it to youtube and then you have to type in make it a private video yeah or vimeo or i think does that at least but email us actually no tweet us tweet us at cm and anthony no or no carla marie and anthony what is our twitter we don't use it okay so then what all right tweet us i am at worst anthony at the Carla Murray. Um, and if we get enough tweets that just, all you have to say is. Release the secret tapes. Yeah. Release the secret. <laughs> at Carla Murray. At the Carla Murray. I'm sorry. At worst Anthony. Release the secret tapes. If we and get enough sure tweets. make you space because before <laughs> the first at. Because then we don't see it still. What? If you just start a tweet with at the Carla Murray, you don't see it. Okay. So then maybe it's. You hey. Start, start, no, no. Start with release the secret tapes. At Carla Marie, yeah. at the Carla Marie, at Worst Anthony. Yeah. So tweet us, release the secret tapes, <laughs> at Worst Anthony, at the Carla Marie. And if we get enough tweets, I don't even know what that is, but I'll, we'll, we'll figure it out as the week goes along. Okay. Um, then we'll, we'll post it, yes? Yes. We'll at least post, post the quicker one first, the short one. Yeah, 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 because okay. that's in sequen- sequential order as well. And then we'll post, maybe we'll do something else um, okay. to get the, the other one. Um. That works for me. Another thing before I forget, today, uh, June 1st, is the only day, well, two times a year. You it's can not do- gonna be May. No, not anymore. <laughs> um, there's two days a year where Little Words Project, you know the company that I have like the little bracelets Didn't from. Didn't you do a, a podcast? podcast yeah. with Adriana, who's the original side hustler of that, po- of that okay. company and now owns it. There are two days a year where you can log on to their website and make your own custom ones. Oh, Normally cool. it's just like inspirational words and sayings that they have. Today is that day. So you can go on and put like, I love farts if you wanted. Okay. And they'll make you an I love farts bracelet. Do you love farts? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So go on there, whatever you want. Make a I love my day Friday one. That's, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So follow along. I'm at Worst Anthony. We are, and you are? At the Carla okay, Murray. I was waiting for you just... Let it die. Um, in about 15 hours or so, 
we are going to kick off this National Parks road trip. Hopefully, you can join us. We will be at some point coming to you live in a podcast. Not live, oh, yeah. but podcast form from the road trip. I think we'll be able to do it in Yosemite in the morning. Okay. So, we can do that. So, make, if, you, if something pops in your head along the way, um, respond to one of our stories. Hit us up. Yeah. My Day Friday show at Gmail. Please. Uh, we're gonna need, I'm unplugging. We're going to need some of you know your questions, dilemmas you got going on in the world. Is there... Are you in like a wedding hell right now? Are you and your significant other in a fight? Whatever. Let us give us some ideas of things to talk about in the podcast because we will then do that from the road um, from possibly a national park next Friday. And also, I'm still debating if I should pack makeup for this trip. What kind of like why? Well, because we're going to be spending a night in Chico, California, which is where all the college kids are. And then a, a night in San Francisco. And... I need to look nice. Okay. So I have all this camping gear and a romper in my my backpack. So can you pack like a little bit? You don't have to pack like your whole makeup artillery. I feel like it's sacrilegious. I don't have an artillery. I have four things. Okay. So just put those in your bag and just feel like it's against. Why is this even a debate? Against my camping religion. You you don't have a camping religion. You don't even really. You've camped like four times ever in your life. Not true. How many times have you camped? Count them right now. Nights or events? nights? How many nights have you slept in a campground? How many or did we do last year? Last year we did four. Taiwan we did one. Oh, forgot about that one. There's eight. five. Okay, so you don't have a camping religion. If you go to church eight times in your life, you're not you're not a. I've been going. camping more in the last two years than I have been in church. Okay, but neither of them are your religion then. You're just you're a fan of both. You're not really a practicing member of either group. I guess. But anyway, all I'm saying is it's kind of frustrating that I have to pack nice clothes because we're stopping in nice cities. So I'm going to take them and put them in my little secret compartment in my car so that they don't throw off my camping motif. (laughs) Okay, you do that. Uh, Like I said, we're about 15 hours away from kicking off this road trip. Um, No matter where we are, whether we're on Power 93.3 in the morning, Cube (laughs) 93.3 in the morning, Kiss FM at night in Seattle, uh, or wherever this crazy road is going to take us. Thank you for to taking time out of your Honolulu. day. I, I'd definitely do a show in I Honolulu. Would, I'd be done. Um, thank you for taking time out of your day. You could have done anything else in the entire world. You somehow sought us out, listened, hung out, um, and we're always here. If you want to hit us up, it's at Worst Anthony. At the Carla Marie. On everything. And then you can email us for all that long form stuff. My Day Friday show at Gmail. Um, go out there today. Go out there this weekend. Do something good for yourself. Do it something for somebody else. All right. You look great. You look great. UW Medicine's Tele-OB program provides safe and secure virtual visits so pregnant women can fulfill their maternity care needs from home. Learn more at uwmedicine.org slash tele-OB. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care.